Hi, I'm Bree, a boss-ass bitch from California. I kept on hearing stories about the Florida man, so I moved to Florida to become the Florida woman. Hi, I'm Veronica. I'm from San Francisco, and I don't like pussy-ass bitches, so that's why I moved to Florida. America. And you're on our tag team. Tag, you're it. So, today we have two very, very special guests. We have Gator Boy Chris and his girlfriend, Gator Boy, I mean Gator Girl Gabby, and I can't wait to have them on the show today. So, Chris is a wildlife biologist that works with alligators, crocodiles, venomous snakes, sharks, and many more. You've probably seen them on Instagram, and Gabby wrestles alligators for a living, and they are such an amazing couple. I can't wait to have them on our show today. I'm very excited to have them. Yeah, so... Buckle up, we got a great episode for you. Say, <laughs> stay tuned. Hi, guys, welcome back. We are here with Chris and Gabby today. You guys have probably seen them on Instagram, wrestling alligators and making all of their videos. We with... call them Gator Boy and Gator Girl. That's what I see online. <laughs> yeah, Gator Boy and Gator Girl here today. <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you guys so much for coming to the studio today. We appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Thanks for having us. I don't even know where to begin. I feel like I've watched so many of your videos online now, and I'm so excited to be sitting down here with you guys today. I posted on my Instagram story yesterday that you guys were going to be on the podcast, and I right. had a lot of people who were like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for this this episode. And they're like, I I'm so excited you guys connected because we we're both in South Florida. So yeah, do you guys want to tell us a little bit about yourself and what you guys do? <laughs> Go ahead, baby. Um, yeah, so we... Uh, well, I guess I'll talk about myself and you talk about yourself sure. kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I have a bachelor's of science in environmental studies from uh, FIU, and I work with all kinds of animals, uh, sharks, snakes, alligators, crocodiles. Uh, mm. I used to work with penguins. So did Gabby, actually. Mm -hmm. um, cool. so <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah. So we both work with all kinds of animals. But, I mean, like, uh, currently, I guess I'm really well known for doing my underwater gator tours. So I have mm. people come and uh, swim with uh, Casper the alligator that I've trained, knows his name, comes in, he's cold. And uh, it's really, really cool. So I get people in with that. And and, uh, yeah, that's kind of... I saw Lele Pons yeah. that a couple oh. times. Yeah, yeah. Lele came. Um, we just had uh, Andrew Scholes. He's a really big comedian, too. Yeah, right. uh, He was just there. Um, yeah, Lele loves alligators. I she does. That loves, like, obsessed with alligators. Yeah, she's come a couple times. Yeah. Oh, she's... Just, 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 just she's been been on, Casper. How about shark tours? Has she been on your shark tour yet? Um, yeah, did. yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's... We need to, we need to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, had a, I had a shark dream last night. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a shark tour, actually. <laughs> it's it's awesome. I was just out a couple days ago. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay. I want to do the real life in the ocean one. Is that's what you you do yeah. that obviously? Yeah. I've only done it in the aquarium, and I was no. like, I want to go to the actual ocean and see the sharks and like see it up close. I would always see all these videos in Hawaii uh -huh. of people like showcasing all the sharks and like they're like they're just beautiful. No, we go four miles Ooh. offshore oh, in wow. a boat. There's no cages. There's bait. nothing between you and the shark. <laughs> Why don't you that's tell beautiful. them about my uh, my first experience when you took me for my birthday? Oh, okay. when you when you threw up on all the crabs attacked you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that happened. <laughs> I think I, I heard about that. Horrific. And I, I don't like crabs. Crabs are like the one animal. Spiders what? and crabs. I don't like crabs. I don't know what it is. Oh they my really gosh. They freak me out. Crabs? Lobsters. Yeah. Lobsters too? Um, I like lobsters better than I like crabs. I still probably won't. It's just the way them. they look. It's just I just so... don't want them to pinch me. I know right. it's crazy because I work with alligators. I'm like, yeah, if it bites me or whatever. But like, I don't want to get pinched by a crab. So you, right. get, you get really seasick, right? Really seasick. Okay, so... Tell us about your first experience with the sharks. So I think he took me out 
one time before that, and I was in for like maybe like a half hour. That was wow. when we went out with someone else. And um, I was really nervous. It was like my first time snorkeling. The, the sea was like really rough. And then as I'm getting back on the boat, the shark like comes up to try to like bite my leg. <laughs> oh and, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And then Chris like pushing him away. So that was like my first intro into it. And then wow. a couple, I think that was like, that was before we were dating. I just went on a shark dive. Um, mm-hmm. And then in December, he took me for my birthday like a year later. And I, the sea was super rough and I was like having fun, but I just could not stop vomiting in the water. Oh no. So, and you're supposed to like, look at the sharks. You can't have like your back turned to them. So I'm like right. trying to look at them and then like lifting my head up, throwing up, like, going back down. And they're right. probably attracted to the vomit. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> the sharks didn't Jumping. care, but the crabs, I had crabs like all oh over. They just no, like, they started... Just- yeah, they were pinching my neck. Like, it was horrific. Oh, okay. and then a little claws, yeah. like, clap, 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 clap. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I fun. love shark diving. I love, like, like watching the sharks and being with them. But I, I do get really sick, unfortunately. Well, if you want to go shark diving, you got to go in the summer. Summertime, okay. Summer is way more calm. And we get more sharks. I mean, that's my favorite time to go. But in okay. the winter, uh, the seas get way more rough. And okay. it's, uh, yeah, it's puke city. Uh, it's puke city. I, I can't. So, the past <laughs> few times I have swam in the water in Florida I see a shark every time and they're close to me and I'm very scared are they of like sharks. nurse sharks um one was no two were bull sharks and then the last one I'm not sure but yeah I get like freaked out I'm like why are the sharks attracted yeah, she's just, to me? She's just lucky. taking like her you're just taking a photo shoot and then like with a photographer or just and swimming. I'm like, hey, there's a shark behind Ooh. you. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I'll be like swimming and then there'll just be like a shark and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no. no it's, well, I mean they do live in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm in their I'm in their home. I'm in their home. Um, you ever see the aerial footage? Like people have no idea that every time you're at the beach, there's sharks around you every time and you see that aerial footage and you'll just see the sharks going in and around the people all the time yeah you know wow. most people have no idea you oh know oh my gosh <laughs> okay so tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do yeah um so i mean i, I work with alligators uh, chris and i are both state licensed alligator trapping agents so we go out and we literally rescue alligators out of people's backyards things like that um so whenever somebody calls about a nuisance alligator right. in like a swimming pool or in the canal they just don't want it there and eat the dog we, uh, we show up and remove it. So that's what we're best known for. Okay. And then um, Chris and I basically run an at-home animal rescue right now. I think we're up to like, I've saw like 40 it. animals. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going were gonna to bring... You have the tortoise. I was like looking at you guys. The is, I was like, those are so cute. Yeah, the tortoises, every time you pick them up, they poop. So oh, I don't, no. don't want to ruin your beautiful studio. But we no. do have TikTok with us yeah, today. Oh, yeah. Can you tell us the story about how yeah. you rescued her? Sure. So um, this is a ball python not a Burmese python so that's that's important to to understand the Burmese pythons are invasive this is a pet you can get them at a pet store for like bucks so in February uh, somebody actually called us they found her at Markham Park you guys know where that is I think it's in like Weston no Markham Park Weston it's a huge park so she was very obviously like dumped there placed there you know and uh, we showed up and um, she was covered in ticks like covered like we removed by hand over 150 and there was over 300 every single scale was yeah just you covered said every i remember watching the video yeah like every scale yeah and i mean th- we do this all the time we rescue animals all the mm-hmm. time so i wasn't even gonna post the video i'm like yeah whatever it's a it's a ball python and i post the video right. and she went viral she like did. yeah like 50 million views wow. 
across all platforms. Wow. So, and we named her TikTok. TikTok. That's with a C T I C K. I mean, it makes sense for her name. Yeah. TikTok. And she's like the sweetest thing. You guys want to touch her? Is that the yeah. most um, ticks you've ever found on a snake before? Yeah. Yeah. She's oh. beautiful. My I grandma, love her skin. My grandma had pythons when we were kids, <laughs> and I was like, okay, Granny. Do you guys have more snakes at home? Like 15. Oh, wow. Our, our oh, you did have a snake room. I'm sorry. You have yeah. a snake room just dedicated to the snakes. Our, our largest being, I think she's 11 feet. Yeah. 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 And this is your snake. <laughs> she's beautiful. Yeah, it's very sweet. I think we're maxed out at snakes right now. We we physically just don't have any more room. That's what we weren't going to keep right. her. We were going to rehome her, but then the world fell in love with her, and we really did fall in love with her. So, so do you think originally she was somebody's pet, Absolutely. and then they yeah. they just dumped them out? That's okay. just messed up. So, they do that a lot in Florida. Yeah. They like collect yeah. wild animals, and then they when they don't know what to do with them, they just dump them out in the wild. There's a blue parakeet flying yeah. around the same spot she was caught. So someone yeah. just released it uh, yesterday or last week. Only in Dade posted in Kendall, there was another bull python. Just, you know, yeah, people release all them. the time. All the time. So, can you talk to us about people doing this and right. the harm of doing this? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, this is actually the topic that I've done all my like academic research in. And I have multiple academic publications in the world of invasive species biology. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. a lot of these species, uh, like, like this, it, ball pythons are not invasive in Florida. So, invasive is once they become established, they're breeding and then they're spreading, like Burmese pythons. Yeah. You know? Right. So, that's a big Which you guys go out and. Yeah. Which we, I, we also work on as well. But then we also try to document whenever any of these uh, pets are released because that's how these problems can start. You know, so once somebody lets go of their pet and then somebody else lets go of their pet and then they find each other and they have babies and, you know, on and on. So that's how these things can just kind of blow up unexpectedly. Like uh, you guys see the green parrots flying around all the time. Those are uh, monk or Quaker parrots. Those those are released as pets. You know, they're not supposed to be. The mitre conures, the macaws, which are now, you know. But it's just um, amazing how many of the animals that we have, like Florida has more invasive species than anywhere else compared to the area. Right. Oh my gosh. You know, I mean, wow. even the little brown lizards you see walking around everywhere. Yeah, right, right. Those are not native. They're yeah. not? No. No, those are native to Cuba. Um, I didn't know that. The green, iguanas, the green iguanas you see You everywhere, see them everywhere. They're not I see them here. outside of my apartment every time um, I walk to like the store or something. A lot of the, the gray doves you'll see, those are Eurasian collared doves. They're not okay. native. Uh, most of the trees you see are not native. The minor right. birds, yeah. the starlings. Like starlings. I mean, I mean, it is insane. When yeah. you when you actually like know and you pay attention to it and you walk around, you'll see animals within a normal day in Florida. You can see animals from every continent except Antarctica. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have penguins. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't. I was like shocked. Someone else has like camels here somewhere, like in down down South Florida. But they have camels. I was like, they have camels in South Florida. Like, it's a really like, common thing. I was yeah. like, that's crazy. Camels? Yes, yeah, yeah. camels. We have a at the Everglades Outpost. We volunteer there. We have um, a camel there that was given to us by a camel. I guess like farmer. Like yeah. he's in camel, North Florida and he's just a bunch of camels. That's insane. that's crazy. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. But as far as the pets go unfortunately what happens is somebody has the pet and you know they get tired of it, they don't want it anymore or whatever right. yeah. they just let it go and a lot of, of people course. often have this like fantasy in their head where they're like oh i'm gonna let him go and i'll have a better life out there he'll have a better life in the wild and that's just not true yeah. and most of the time they die you know right. and if they don't die which 
them dying is the better case scenario of realistically. Course. They don't know how to take care of themselves in the wild because they've yeah. just been in as a pet. So usually the pet dies. And if it doesn't die, then it becomes a problem for our native animals that live here too. She absolutely would have died, like without a doubt. Yeah. yeah like, she was going to die. I've never seen a tick so that sad. big. Never yeah. seen a tick that big. Wow. Yeah. And you can still see the scars. She looks like amazing, honestly, that, yeah. but you can like yeah. bite her head right and all the tick damage. Oh, I see. Yeah. That's sad. So, I mean, we, we got really lucky that she, I mean, she hasn't missed a single meal. She bounced back pretty quickly. Well, Within like four or five months, we right. really. Yeah. So when did your, your passion for animals first originate? And like, how did you get into this line of work? Um, well, my whole life, like honestly, ever since I was a kid and I never really had animals growing up. My parents aren't really animal people. So like I never had a cat or a dog. Chris and oh I just gosh. adopted our first puppy together. Aww. So it's my first dog. I, we just got my first cat. Um, so I've just, I've always loved animals. And as a young kid, even in Girl Scouts, I would go out and like, while the girls are like making like brownies and stuff, right. I would be like in the, the swamp, like catching turtles. And stuff. So oh, look at the turtle, you know, <laughs> and cats definitely need to be spayed and neutered. That's such Absolutely. a huge problem. You yeah. Know, all these wild cats. It's really sad. Yeah. So, I, I mean, they're, they're attacking all the yeah. native wildlife. It's a really bad problem. They're the most destructive invasive uh, species. Yeah. Anymore. More so than the pythons, but everyone, no one yeah. cares about the pythons, but everyone cares about the cats. Yeah. That's why. Right. My, my cat, my aunt captures sure. wild cats for a living and just spays and them. Yeah. yeah. So, she's like, go out and she's like, with all her cat traps. And, yeah. Catch them, <laughs> and then she has like 30 cats in her house. You'd like her, actually. She's really cool. <laughs> So how did you get into this line of work? Oh, uh, man, I've never had a normal life. Um, <laughs> you're born and raised in Florida, yeah. so that's pretty much, you were just around all the yeah, species. I, mean, I grew up with animals always as a constant in my life. Um, right. I grew up, I'm from central Florida, so we're out in like, the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I was just out in the woods, literally since I can remember, catching snakes and turtles and lizards and everything. Just for fun? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I've never had a normal job in my life. <laughs> I haven't either. That's, yeah. that's fun. That's yeah, even yeah. better. I don't awesome. like you ordinary. It's better than the nine through five job. Who says, like, oh, I'm a snake handler or a gator? <laughs> so you guys talk a lot about um, not feeding wild alligators. Do you want to tell people why? Yeah. Um, so when you feed a wild alligator, for one, it's illegal. You know, in Florida. In, in Florida, it is. I don't know yeah. about the other states. I think Louisiana, you're allowed to. Yeah. But you're allowed in Louisiana. Weird That's weird. But in Florida, um, it is illegal to feed them in the wild because once you feed them, they learn to associate you with food. You don't have food. You are food, right? Right. Um, so when people feed them, they lose their natural fear of humans. They come in too close and then they, they eat people's pets all the time. Sometimes oh. they eat a person. Right. You know, um, so that's why I try to really drill it home. Don't ever feed alligators in Florida. It's a huge problem we mm -hmm. have. And it's not only bad for, for people that might get bit. It's really bad for the alligator. What we say is a fed gator is a dead okay. gator because once they mm -hmm. lose that fear and it's it, it's very obvious when they swim right up, even if they're not aggressive, right. when they show a lack of fear, they will be shot and killed for it. Right. So, so I tell everybody like, cause people think they're doing the alligator a favor, you know, like, Oh, I'm giving them a free launch. Now you're giving them a death sentence. Well, tell, tell them about Ajax, how skinny yeah. Ajax was because people were feeding him. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing too, is once they're fed and they know that like, that's a source of food, right. they don't try to hunt and they just sit there and they just wait like, well, somebody's going to come feed me. And they, they don't go look for their own food. And then they, Aww. they just stop eating. You that, know, was, that was probably like, like, they just get really lazy and then yeah. they just rely on humans to feed them. I understand. Yeah. Like, like two years ago, we got a call for an alligator, um, again, at, at a park and, mm -hmm. um, I showed up and I could literally like pet his tail. He was just, he didn't care. And he, he was, care. he was a 
skinniest alligator I've ever seen because people are feeding him and then he yeah. doesn't want to hunt. So they can't live off of hot dogs and marshmallows. Right. right. So we, Chris and I pulled him out, caught him, brought him to the sanctuary. Chris was sitting on his back and I was throwing chicken in his mouth and he was eating a wild alligator. And Chris is sitting on his back and he's literally just eating chicken. He's just eating chicken. Because he was so used to it. So yeah. I, I mean, I have to do now. Like you would just feed him chicken. Yeah. yeah. He, he's time. like nice and fat now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We still have. I've, I've never seen somebody feed in a wild alligator. I mean, obviously I've seen videos, but I've never just been at the park <laughs> watching somebody feed an alligator. Yeah. I haven't seen right. it in person, but yeah. I've definitely I mean, seen I it all over it. Instagram. It sounds like a very Florida thing to do. It's clearly not good. Yeah. Well, what it usually is is somebody's on like a boardwalk or whatever and they look down, there's an alligator and they're eating something. They're like, oh, and they throw it at the alligator and then the alligator eats it. You know, and it's right. just, it's it's that simple. It's not like it's, uh, I don't know, it's not like it's dangerous for the person. They're just like, oh, look, an alligator. Let me throw my sandwich at it. You know? I feel like yeah. a lot of it's fishing, too. Some of it's unintentional, you know, when yeah, you're reeling your fish too, like, slowly. Yeah. yeah. And the alligator then learns that people fishing mm-hmm. equals food, and then they're right. ready to approach yeah. them. But just on the alligator safety thing, since we're talking about it, you know, the really big ones are don't feed them, keep kids and pets away from the water's edge, and don't swim in alligator habitat. Right. And the kids and pets thing is like people don't understand dogs get eaten out here on a daily basis mm-hmm. like every day it's not just like little like fruit fruit dogs like chihuahuas or something yeah. we got one gator pulled a 70 pound weimaraner right off a dog yeah. you know right. so when his natural prey is something like a white-tailed deer and pe- i get people argue like oh i have a big tough pit bull he's not going to get eaten i'm like yes he will right. is, yeah. is your dog bigger than a buck no then he's food oh, <laughs> you know wow so it's crazy well people do they really do they get this like weird confidence about their dog and think their dog is really tough or something but they're not as they're tough not, no, no they're it's, not. It's, an it's an alligator exactly <laughs> but it's so strange because people fight with me about this like really yeah. often it's such a strange sorry, sorry. Who, who's the expert here I who's know. the one that's studying out their degree yeah, yeah but it's because it's somebody's dog you know right. and so they have this like this super biased viewpoint because it's their dog and they think right. their dog is awesome and especially when you get a dude with like you know he takes his dog hunting and he thinks his dog is like a, you know I, I don't even know how to explain it I don't know where they're coming yeah. from but I know that they're dumb and their dogs die. It's like thinking <laughs> your child's the best one at yeah, old school. Yes. Like, oh, nothing can. They're yeah. just delusional. It's exactly that. And then their dog is eaten, you know? Right. And, like, and then once an alligator, alligators are really smart. Once they grab one dog, they're like, dude, that was the easiest food I've ever caught. <sighs> it sat on the edge of the water. It screamed its presence to the world. It didn't even try to run. Because think about oh. a dog. It sits on the edge of the water. It's like, woof, woof, it woof, just... crunch. It doesn't even try to run That's away. So and so once <laughs> the gator gets it the gator's like that's the dumbest animal I've ever seen in my life I'm gonna find more of those and then they literally do become like a surreal dog eater because they realize how easy it is after, after this podcast we're actually going to open park just to catch an alligator that is trying to eat people's dogs yeah trying to eat people's dogs oh I have yeah. a question okay so since it's very common to see gators in the, your backyard in Florida, if you can't call a person right away to get the alligator, what should you do if you're with your pet? Like, well, what's the first thing you should do? Alligators aren't, yeah, alligators aren't going to, ch- like chase you you know right, down right, the street right. you should never let your dog but um if you have a, a problem alligator that you want removed mm-hmm. you gotta call the nuisance alligator hotline you can just find the number on right. google uh-huh. uh, they're gonna send a trapper out and the trapper is going to euthanize that alligator they, they are right. very upfront with it on the phone yeah they will tell you the alligator's gonna be killed and then from there you decide yes i want to go through with it or no when no, you're okay. when you are going to people's backyards to 
um, I guess, rescue the alligators, you're you're bringing them to a facility after, or you're not euthanizing yeah, them, right? Chris, me, Chris, and um, the other gentleman we, we trap with, we are some of the, if not the only non-kill trappers. Oh, so the way okay. it works in Florida, as a nuisance trapper, you don't get paid for trapping because it's dangerous. Right. So that way, when you get hurt, state's not responsible yeah. for it. So the way you make your money as a trapper, you kill the alligator, you sell the meat in the hide. So you can make up. good money, yeah. you know? And that's how everyone's making their money. And I, I don't blame them. It, it takes yeah. a lot of time and effort and gas and tolls and money to catch these So you're doing this all, like, non-profit for then? Just, yep. for wow. Just for Just to rescue them. Yeah. Yep. Bless wow. your hearts. <laughs> yeah. Just so they don't die. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. But, I mean, most of the time we go out, we literally spend all day and you, you don't catch it. You know, so you can see why, like, if you're one of the other traffickers, you're like, dude, I just spent like three days trying to catch this one alligator and I'm not going to make any money off of any of that. You know, so that's why obviously they're going to kill it and sell the meat in the hunt, you know, so we we do volunteer our time to save them. Yeah. And they're, they're not bad people. I mean, obviously we're not going to kill them and we don't like it. Like we wish we could relocate them, but, um, in Florida, you either have to kill the alligator or place them in captivity. You can't relocate them by law. Wow. That's sad. Yeah. Okay. So what's the biggest, your, well, your, in your opinion, the biggest misconception about alligators or crocodiles or Um, just that people think they're uh, like super aggressive monsters that want right. to chase you down. That's like the number one question we get is, well, how fast do they run? And I'm like, what you're really trying to ask me is how fast do they chase? Right. And I've done this my entire life and I've never had an alligator chase me, quote unquote, chase me faster than you can power walk to get away. They do not run after you on land. That's not a thing. No. I mean, literally, I've done this my entire life. I've never had one chase me on land, you know? And that's yeah. like a huge one. Or just that people think they're aggressive in general. We have over a million alligators in the state of Florida. If they wanted to eat people, people be eating every single day. Yeah, you day. guys look right. like you're in pretty good shape. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. They're very lazy. You said, that's yeah. what you said on your, your answering question. You're like, they're lazy and if you look like food, if you're small, then that's the only problem and you shouldn't be swimming in their territory. Yeah, people yeah. often think of it in extremes though. Like either the alligator is like super, super lazy and you're totally fine and you can right. go pet it and swim next to it and be its best friend you're going to be fine. No. Or <laughs> there's an alligator there and it's going to break into my house and kill me. Okay. So <laughs> right. like, it's somewhere in between. Like, you know, they're, they're not going to change you and go after you, but you definitely shouldn't be swimming with wild. So, right. speaking about swimming with alligators, so say you're in an area that you're not aware that there's alligators, you're swimming, and you see an alligator, what would you do? Okay, so first off, assume if you're in Florida, there's water, there's alligators. Okay. That's it. It doesn't matter where you are. We've got them in... Uh, puddles. Literally. That in, nine-footer in the actual puddle. In literal puddles. Like, wow. like not even knee-deep water. Wow. Because if he gets kicked out of his turf by a bigger alligator and he's trying to find a new place to live, he's going to stop wherever he can along the way, which okay. might be a puddle. So he might live in a literal puddle for a week before he moves out to find a new place to live permanently. Right. So that's why every <laughs> single way. body of water, and it doesn't matter if you're in the city either. I mean, I've, I found alligators at Miami International Airport. Okay. Oh. It doesn't matter. Every body of water in Florida is connected because we're building on a wetland. Yeah. Right. Because we're so smart, aren't we? So we're building on a wetland. So that means everything floods and we're always at risk of flooding everything in Florida. So that's mm-hmm. why everything is connected by pipes and those pipes are highways for the alligators. Oh, so okay. even if an alligator lives his entire life in the Everglades, he can get into the heart of Miami within one day. Right. Even in the University of Miami, I heard like there really has yeah. alligators there yeah. too. And Everywhere. then I remember Everybody like Disney water. World, my boyfriend was telling me that he used to be able to swim out in the lake. They used to, like all the children used to be able to, but not anymore because they have a gator. 
theaters there. Yeah. Well, okay, the kid so, at Disney, they got so what would you do? Okay. So first of all, don't end up in that situation, right? That's, <laughs> yeah. that's the smart answer, but okay. You are in the water and there's an alligator yeah. coming towards you. What do you do? So it depends on how far away the alligator is. Okay. okay? So if he's like pretty darn far away and he doesn't look like he's interested in you, you can try to swim away as slowly and controlled as you can to okay. not splash, not make a big deal, not attract attention. Okay. Now that's if he's over there and he's not looking at you, right? If, if it's just like over there being an alligator, the last thing you want to do is like, Oh my God. And start like freaking out and swimming as hard as you can away. Cause he'll outswim you in a heartbeat. You cannot swim faster than they can. Okay. So you don't want to attract attention. So if it's not already interested in you, that's what you would do. Now, if it is coming towards you and it is interested in you, the best thing, it, depending on how close it is, the best thing you could do is go under the water, swim as far as you can under the water, pop up, get a breath, do that again. And basically do like a loop like this. Okay. So right? like, because they, now they can bite underwater. Okay. Right. That's, that's a common myth. People think they can't bite underwater, which is just the dumbest myth ever, but it is prevalent. Mm -hmm. um, so they can bite underwater, but what they're not good at is like chasing things underwater, okay. especially in Florida, because the water's murky, they can't see you. Okay. So, but they're really good at tracking things on the surface. Mm -hmm. So if he's already coming towards you on the surface, what you can do, if he's far enough away, dive down, swim as far as you can towards the shore, come up, get a breath, do it again, do it again, do it wow. again. Wow, that's a really okay. good tip. Yeah, I, I would have never ever known that. <laughs> right, because if you just straight out try to swim away on the surface, yeah, you're going to die. You. Okay. Okay. you don't have a chance. I, I, would be, I work with alligators professionally. I've been working with alligators for years. If a wild alligator is coming at me in the water, I'm going to be terrified. Like, cause yeah. I, just, I know what they're capable of. Yeah, it is of not a joke. Well, so I don't put myself in that situation. He so, does. But so then, <laughs> right. So then the other thing you can do is if it is already on you, you know, like, and it hasn't bit you yet, hopefully. Right. Okay, if he's really close and there's not enough space for you to be able to dive down down and swim towards the shore like I was just explaining then you have to turn and, and, and fight you know and uh, right. it, it's a large predatory animal yeah. it's, it's not a joke so basically okay all this is going down on the idea that you're in the water with an alligator that is interested in you your chance of survival is already about 1% you're not going to live through this most likely. Okay. So that's why we tell everybody absolutely do not end up in the water with an alligator. Mm -hmm. Now I'm telling you things that can increase your chance of survival very marginally. Okay. I mean, this is not what, what I'm trying to say is I don't want anybody to hear this and be like, okay, so I know what to do now so I can swim. And now I know how to stay safe. No, if you're in the water and the alligator is coming towards you, your chance of survival is almost zero. Okay. So and this course, has happened to you before, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, even as okay. So I'm going. I'm kind of bouncing all over the place. So the the last resort thing you could do is if it was coming at you, you know, and you can't swim away and you can't do anything, you have to turn and fight it. How do you fight it? Right. So if it's coming at you, then what you're going to want to try to do is grab underneath the jaw and push it up and push it away, which is something uh, you might see in a lot of my videos. I yes. do that all the time. Now. Oh, yeah. That is not a magical pressure point. It does absolutely nothing to the alligator because a lot of people see me push them under the chin and they're like, oh, so if you do that, they can't bite you. No, absolutely not. One of our friends just got bit, um, or like literally within the last month. That's right. Yep. Yeah. And, and she just got bit like that really bad. She um, ended up being fine. She's yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, she's okay. She's okay now. I know another guy, uh, he was swimming in a lake. He was in Lake Okeechobee swimming and a big okay. alligator came at him and uh -huh. he turned around and it's right there and he went to push it away and he's, and cause he's seen our shows and he pushed away and then came at him again and he pushed away again, came at him again. He went to push again, arm slipped, grabbed his arm, snapped his arm right off. Oh no. You're not getting your arm back. Yeah. yeah. And, and now like he's lucky if you don't bleed out. Yeah. yeah. And, well, that's, what's amazing is he swam to shore with one arm left and actually lived through it. It's pretty amazing. That wow. is amazing. But a fighter. Yeah. But this really, 
really does emphasize that point that like there is no safe way to do this, you know, because mm-hmm. a lot of people look for like, oh, well, what do I do if this happens? You know, well, everybody, pretty much everybody is screwed. You know, that's what I'm trying right. to say is like these are things you can do to marginally increase your chance of survival. And it's good to know and people want to know that. But in no way does it make you safe. Yeah, I feel like people don't understand how hard that is, too. Like you can't touch the bottom. You're kicking and then you have a big yeah. alligator and then you have to try to lift it back. Like that's not easy to do. Have no. you ever been underwater with an alligator? I have. Okay, so um, I want El Champo. Can I hear? Yeah. Can I hear your story about it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. I, Chris and I like we swim in canals to photograph turtles and like make yeah, YouTube right. and stuff. And um, my first experience underwater with an alligator was with like thirteen foot alligator, the largest alligator I've ever seen oh in Florida. My thirteen it was foot. Cool. Yeah, he was just hanging out on the bottom, so he wasn't interested in us. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's um, good. Yeah, it would it would be much different if he was on the top, but he was on right. the bottom, so like I could see him, and I just you know kept going it was really cool i have a photo well like, i'm on the top and you can see just the massive shadow it okay was, let's insert a photo right here it's really cool so chris and i actually see that gator twice yeah. a year he's usually in like the same area and we named him el champo just because he's wow. so big yeah and so elusive so yeah i've known that gator for like five years but he's a completely wow. wild alligator wow um, and then you have a story about, I think I read somewhere or you had it in a video, you were underwater and you had to kind of fight the alligator underwater. Um, so I think you're thinking about, there, there's one like where I was rolling doing around. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that was an alligator wrestling competition, Oh, which is a thing. <laughs> yes. That's. Well, mainly. That's so manly. Good for you. Yeah, it was, it was nuts. You <laughs> Florida, man. So, um, yeah, it was a gator wrestling competition that I won, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you did. And, um, but yeah, so that was a nine foot eight, like 250 pound alligator that I'm in the water with and, uh, handling. And it's like, the water's like six feet deep. Okay. And, um, I mean, you're, you're trying to handle it, you know, like yeah, we're, right. we're in, when we're in the wild, we're just photographing them, you know, unless we're actually trying to catch one as a nuisance animal, we don't like harass random wild alligators you know yeah. so we'll photograph them and whatever but this is one where like the point is like you're, you're doing like a like a wrestling thing you know right so like i grab the alligator underneath the water and it's uh it's man how do i even explain it like your it's back is against my chest and i'm holding on uh underneath on the other side and his jaws are just swinging up trying to rip your head off and so like you literally have to like roll your head and the jaws come down like this and it tries to take your head off and then it comes down like that the other side and you're literally just moving your head back and forth and i mean you do one slip it's going to remove your head from your body. Right. These alligator wrestling competitions, these are wild alligators that they caught like the day before. Yeah, it's I mean, they catch them and they're like, what was your, did what was your show prize for winning this? <laughs> I, I think I won like, like three grand, I think. Okay. And, um, and like eight minutes. Um, it should have been like a million dollars, but okay. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's yeah. you know, gator handling stuff that yeah. we all do anyways. You right. know? Um, yeah, for a regular person, there is no amount of money to make it worth it because you're going to die. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> you know, but, um, but no, it was nuts though. And it just keeps on death rolling me underwater. And uh, it was bad. I almost drowned, oh, you know, because yeah. it was either like, because, well, you're underwater and it keeps on death rolling with you trying to rip your head off. And it's either you put your head up to try to breathe and it bites you in the head yeah. or you keep your head down. You don't get bit, but you drown, you oh, know? Man. So what is that? what's it like for you to see that? <laughs> So, I mean, I get, I, I would be nervous. That was before we were together. Okay. He, that was like a one and done thing. He did it just to say he did it. He won. He has nothing. He was like, like, okay, I already did it. it. Exactly. It's off the bucket list. Done. How long have you guys been together for? Like four. Yeah. I think it's okay. going to be like coming up on four years. And did you guys meet on like an alligator website? No. Okay. So, <laughs> <I, laughs> alligatorhandlersmeet.com. Yeah. Um, no, 
I was living in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just moved to Florida like four years ago. And uh, I think like six-ish years ago, somebody messaged us just like a coincidence mm-hmm. in a group chat together asking for advice on their bearded dragon. And like, that's how we got connected. And we just started following each other on Instagram. Like we were friendly. And then I would like come visit Florida and mm-hmm. like the animal community is very small. Yeah, so like, we run into each other or like Definitely hang out in a group. Yeah. And then I moved here, um, April, 2017. 20, and then, um, we started dating like six months later. Oh, wow. Love. Okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's that's incredible that though. Wow. So do you get really nervous when he's doing all this stuff? And do you get nervous when she's doing all this stuff? Yes. Both. <laughs> yes. Um, We're nervous yeah. for each other. Especially when yeah. whenever I do anything with like venomous snakes, she's like, Oh my god, I hate it. I out. hate it. Yeah. yeah. And then I mean, yeah, like I, I get nervous for her too, you know, and mm-hmm. like get worried, you know. It's um we're both professionals, you know, we right. both know what we're doing, but it yeah, it's, it's, that chance it's very dangerous, you know. And like um yeah, there's no way to uh how do I want to say this, like overestimate the amount of danger, you know, because it's just right. like it takes a moment of a miscalculation and, and, and you're caught, you know, and you can die, you know, of course. it's just crazy. Like a lot of people, like, I don't, don't want to say like quote unquote, normal people, like they don't understand, you know, like just how much danger you can be in. And like, even though I do this all the time, it takes one slip and right. like, yeah, you're done, man. I was watching this video, you guys, when you guys went to Costa Rica and there's, you said there was a bunch of the, it was alligators, crocodiles, crocodiles Crocodiles are just like eyeing you, but then you just, you did the, yeah, the push thing, the push thing, they were surprised, you said, you guys both, how was that trip? Oh, it was awesome. I, I, um, I'm only working with crocodiles because of Chris. He, okay. He's teaching me a lot about them. So, um, I, I'm definitely not hundred percent comfortable with them. I wouldn't be doing it by myself. Not yet. At least. Like, but you go out and catch them. Alligators. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Alligators. I'm super comfortable with alligators. Okay. How, crocodiles? How can you tell the difference between alligators and crocodiles? They look very similar. Okay. So there's a lot of differences and there's many different species okay so there's over 20 different species of crocodilians Mm -hmm. and yeah people like really oversimplify and they're like oh yeah gator croc whatever it's the same thing yeah like people don't realize like alligators and crocodiles split from each other on the evolutionary time scale before we were a thought in a possum's brain wow you're you're more closer related to a rat than he is an alligator to a crocodile oh my gosh i didn't know that well i mean we're very, very, I mean that on the time scale kind of way mm, to look okay. at it, you know, um, even though like alligators and crocodiles can be very similar morphologically and we're obviously very different from other mammals morphologically, but on like a time difference kind of thing, it's like, yeah, we're, we're in a blink of an eye, you know, it's, it's pretty wild. But anyway, so the really oversimplified answer, alligators have more round broad snout, crocs are more narrow pointed snout, alligators are darker, crocs are lighter, alligators are usually, usually freshwater. And then here in Florida, the crocs are usually salt or brackish water. Okay. I mean, that's like the super simplified answer, you know? Um, now then if you want to get into it more, you can compare each different species, okay. you know? So, cause there are many different kinds and then that's where those differences really emphasize. Cause then people are going to say, Oh, well, you know, crocodiles more aggressive than alligators is one that everybody always says is a difference. That's not true. Unless you talk about what specific species of crocodile you're talking about. So here in Florida is the only place in the world where this matters at all, because it's the only place where alligators and crocodiles coexist. We have both species here. Only place in the world where you have the choice of, mean even by an alligator or crocodile right right so here in florida there's actually never been a single death from an american crocodile in the history of the state of florida 
ever. Oh, wow. Yep. You're super surprised. Yep. They're crocodile? just very crocodiles well, are be- chill here. Because it's an American crocodile. Wow. That's a different species. Okay. Now, if you compare that to a saltwater croc or a Nile crocodile in Africa, Nile crocodiles kill the most people, about 300 mm. people a year. Wow. So that's what wow. I mean. It okay. depends what kind you're talking about, you know? And then, I mean, my analogy I always give is like, you know, is a dog a dog? Is a chihuahua the same thing as a pit bull? Oh, oh that's, yeah. that's okay. the way I look at it. One of those is more likely to bite you, and that's those little piece of crap chihuahuas, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, so but here's what's interesting is that chihuahuas and pit bulls are the same species. They're literally the exact same thing. You can uh-huh. breed them. You know, now there are differences in the behavior, obviously, but those differences have been emphasized by selective breeding by people over the last couple hundred slash thousand years. Meanwhile, those differences between those crocodiles are millions of years, you know? So that's what I mean. Like it's very, very different, even though people think of them as being the same exact thing, they're very different and they behave differently too. Right. Um. That's, Sorry, it's a yeah, lot. It's no, a lot. No, I, I, I never do that. Yeah, it's, it's so. As an American crocodiles are not as like so. Ge- I always thought gators were the most vicious compared to the crocodile. <laughs> no, I always thought it was. Uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't know that, so that's well, good to know. Except for the Nile African. Crocodiles well, yeah, so are generally really different. So generally speaking, crocodiles are more dangerous than alligators, but not here. Not here. But not America. here, right? And so, but it's the only place where that conversation even has any any bearing, yeah. you know? Right. But if you look at like again, saltwater crocs or Nile crocs, you know those ones do readily eat people meanwhile our american crocs here don't mm-hmm. now it's not to say you want to go jump in with an american crocodile in, no. in, in the swamp you know don't do that okay? no. <laughs> they still deserve utmost respect but yeah. they're not out to get you you know how about the crocodiles in australia i had this that's the saltwater croc yeah. salt, they, can you swim with them or no no no, no, no. no i don't know why <laughs> because i had a teacher she came back from africa when i was in elementary school she's like yeah we were on this tour and they told us we can just swim with the crocodiles so i was like what are you talking about is that like no, don't do that. He was just in Africa two months ago swimming with Nile Ooh. crocodiles. Oh, wow. yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, don't yeah. Do so, what, do what, not everyone's you. I've so. seen videos on Instagram. I guess these are Florida people that actually go like alligator hunting and, you know, they're killing them. They're not trying to rescue them or, and they're, they're in their home. They're invading their home and, yeah, they're doing it for sport. What do you guys think about all of that? I hate it. I hate think it. it's for a trophy. I mean, listen, we I am pro hunting when it's like deer. Like yeah, I get it. Right. A lot of the deer right now, depending on the state, they're they're um, they have this awful disease. Have you guys seen it on TikTok? They get no. like all these really horrific growths. Looks like they have like cancer all over the face. So I didn't know that. Yeah, like Chronic lots of wasting. them. Is that what it is? Chronic wasting disease. It's a prion. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, like, we have to control the population of of deer and things like that. Because we killed off all the natural predators. That's the other thing, too. It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, because humans killed off all the wolves and the cougars and everything, the deer population explodes out of control because we killed off the predators. Mm -hmm. So then we have to act as the predator, right? And we have to control the deer population. And if you do want to hunt uh, hunt and get meat, that's the animal to go hunt. And it makes ethical sense for you to do that and conservation sense for you to do that. But predators... The, the population is naturally going to rise and fall with the prey, you mm-hmm. know, like obviously if there's no prey, they're going to starve to death. Like right. I don't think there is a reason to be killing yeah. Well, so, so people try to take that same argument. They're like, oh, well, we have to control the deer populations. Why we hunt them? That's right. That's correct. And then people say, oh, well, we have to control the alligator population. There's too many of them. Like, uh, no, they rise and fall with the prey. They're an apex predator. They're supposed to do that. Right. Yeah. We, we don't play God. And people are like, oh, they're going to eat everything. I'm like, what do you think they did before humans were here? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Why were there more animals then than there are now? <laughs> okay. And 
and then you know the small ones will die off and then the big ones will con- mm-hmm. like it's natural right. selection so when these know? people are hunting them are they actually they're eating them as well so that's that's mainly they, I feel like they're not they, they have small penises <laughs> oh. that is what that is literally <laughs> what truck. it is okay. yeah, yeah. So that's so angry. Angry. I, I don't care I don't care it's like the big truck guy yeah I don't like it honestly as a woman too it makes me really angry like I I just feel like these women like pressing bench pressing these dead alligators like look what a badass I am like no girl like that's not it that is not it yeah, it's it, not badass. The reason you're killing an alligator is because you want to look cool. It's right. it's literally trophy. It's all 100% ego driven. Right. Nobody's doing that to harvest meat. You know. Now, mm-hmm. do they once they get it? Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. But that's not your, your purpose of doing that was ego. Okay? Yeah, it's like people going like, oh, to Africa to shoot a lion. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. who has the biggest predator? I was like, the, yeah, they go to Africa and they shoot, but they're like right there. That's not really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're not showcasing yeah. anything. No, no, that's horrible. I was it's curious horrible. about your opinion on yeah. that. Yeah, we're, we're both vegetarian, yeah. but we're not like anti-hunting if it's done ethically and right. in a smart yeah. way. And you know, and like again, you go hunt deer. If you want to hunt, you can go hunt deer. You know what I mean? Right. But like, there's no reason for you to hunt these other animals except for ego. Right. Yeah. Right. No, I I agree with that. Just take what you need with the with sorry with the deer and then like me but like not excessively yeah yeah and i mean that makes sense you know that makes the most sense and what's funny too is as as a vegetarian people think i'm gonna be anti-hunting and i'm like no no no. i would rather you go hunt deer and get your meat that way if you choose to eat meat okay get your meat that way don't go to mcdonald's you know don't go to the supermarket because that's that comes from factory farming of course yeah it's different when you're doing it yourself yeah it's the same with fishing like you want to go spearfish you want to catch your own lobster Mm-hmm. fish like good for you if you do it ethically exactly you know? you're not scraping the bottom of the sea exactly yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah. But it, it's so funny because it, it as from a conservation standpoint it's like i would high five the guy that goes out and kills the animals with his bare hands in an ethical way right then i would the person that would never kill an animal but buy a steak at, at Publix. right yeah. you know because that is actually worse you i 100 agree i 100 agree it's, i mean like i grew up as a country girl you know like a lot of when we go to barbecues and stuff usually it was like people were hunting for that food and we grew our own fruits and vegetables eggs everything but um yeah it's it's totally different totally different so what um led you guys to like go towards the vegetarian route at first um, you guys both did it in separate she times. was young yeah, so yeah. Young. you did that fourth grade first. I just decided one day I don't want to eat animals anymore right so I just went cold turkey and fourth what grade. triggered that I honestly I don't even remember I just I loved animals and didn't want to eat them that's all I knew right. so like I told my mom like hey I'm going vegetarian and then the next day she packed me like a turkey sandwich for lunch and I just like didn't eat it like, oh. no, I'm, I'm vegetarian now. I'm vegetarian now. So, Cold yeah. turkey. Mm-hmm. I was the only vegetarian, like, my whole life in school. And, like, everyone yeah. knew me as, like, the vegetarian. So all the school right. trips and stuff, I would always have to get, like, special. She's thing. smiling since <laughs> the same. She's yeah. the same. Because everyone knew me as, like, the, the vegetarian. And right. I had some people make fun of me. So I was, <laughs> this is, like, a whole other story. But I was bullied pretty bad in, like, middle no, school. I'm sorry. And high school. Yeah, it's all right. And it's, like, it made me who I am today. Yeah, I'm, like, right. seeing all my bullies now. They, like, try to talk to me. Like, hey, girl, I'm so proud of you. 
you're like, oh, uh, no, no. That's what they always the guys do. too that wouldn't date me. Yes. You know, lower their status. Like, no, no, bye. I'm the same. I remember I how you so treated boy. me years ago. Yeah. Bye. So one time I was walking with my friends to like go get pizza or whatever. Right. I, I still don't know who it was. I had a car drive by, yell my name and throw chicken nuggets at me. Oh my what? Out the window. Yeah. That's like a movie you see. That's terrible. Yeah. You chicken nuggets at me from McDonald's. They're stupid. Fuck they're, them. They're Fuck probably look at all your videos. They're like, oh, she's so cool. I had so many people on that viral video of me scrubbing the alligator. I had so many people that used to bully me from high school commenting. I went to school with that girl when I was on like, what was it? Idol star? I don't know you. I don't know. I have guys like that. So I went to an all girls school and I remember the guys like at the all boys school used to think I was like so weird or something. (laughs) And now on stuff, I'll see people. They're like, oh, I went to school with her on Reddit. They'll be like, oh yeah, I went to school with her. I went to prom with her. I'm like, I didn't go with any of you guys. (laughs) I went with a guy from like my elementary school who was gay. <laughs> yeah, it's so uh, funny. That's usually how it goes. Yeah. What about you? Um, as far as going vegetarian? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, my life has always been animals, you know, but then like as a guy, there's, there's so much more like pressure to like, oh, you're supposed to eat meat. That's manly. Yeah, you know, right. don't, don't be a wuss, you know, and all that kind of crap. And like, I don't know, like I always kind of wanted to, and, uh, but I was, I was always like curious about it. Um, but then there's just, there's all that pressure and like, you know, it's so non-manly and masculine and all that kind of crap. Right. And, um, and then I watched one of those documentaries, that, yeah. <laughs> dude, and I saw, you know, like what happened in factory farms and right. just how these animals like you live your entire existence in a cage you can't turn around and being crapped on by the animals above you you know and just the disease and how horrific it's literally torture yeah. and then you learn about like ag gag laws to prevent people from being able to, it's illegal to even film in there they make a law against it because they know it would disgust everybody so, it's so much right. and the animal goes through all that torture and pain just so you can it's have sad. one meal and be hungry an hour later yeah. like, that oh, animal right. just lost its life so you yeah. can be hungry 20 minutes yeah, so I mean, it's definitely it's not Excessive here in America. It's not necessary. I mean, my favorite way to say it is like, so you're going to take an animal's entire life and existence for several years and just so you can experience a sensation on Mm -hmm. your tongue for a couple seconds. That's what you're doing. You want that animal to live an entire life of torture so you can experience a sensation on your tongue? Like, that's the most selfish, arrogant thing you can think of. I've been vegetarian for so long. I was vegetarian when, like, before being vegetarian was, like, a thing. So, like, the only place I could really go out and get, like, a veggie burger was Burger King at the time. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that, like, I would look forward. I would, like, when I was 15, I was volunteering at, like, a nature center, and then every time my mom would pick me up, she'd go take me to Burger King for, like, a veggie burger. I didn't even know they had a veggie burger. Yeah, they do. And now they have the Beyond Meat Burger, which is amazing. So, we've come so far since then. Anywhere you go, totally has, like, the Gardein, the Vegan. Like, it is easier than it's ever been. Right. And you guys haven't been to Yard House? You need to, because they have the best Gardein wings. Have you had their their wings? No. So good. That's amazing. But yeah, I think like really a problem in America is we know. Okay, so like as a society, we're we're aware like what's right and wrong, obviously, but we choose to close our eyes to a lot of things, whether or not it's like human trafficking, children trafficking, um, the way animals are treated. So I would say it's usually like the vulnerable populations, the way they're treated, and we choose to close our eyes to it. So it's like the majority of Americans realize that there's there's stuff going on mm-hmm. and they just choose to be blinded. Yeah. And it, it's really, really unfortunate because there's so much suffering going on in the world and mm-hmm. we really, I mean, like 
literally in America and we choose to close our eyes. Yeah. I just had a girl at Instagram last week, blast me on her story with her 300 followers. Like, yeah, you, you actually did something um, because of SeaWorld. I'm not going to state oh, where I, I stand with okay. SeaWorld. I, I don't think we should have um, whales in captivity. I'm not a fan. Right. They also do a ton of work. They save yeah. thousands of animals. Right. There. All the oil spills, they're the first responders. Mm-hmm. So all these people put so much emphasis on like hating SeaWorld because they have, I don't know, like 10 orcas in captivity. Meanwhile, like orca populations in the wild are dying because of the overfishing. Uh So this girl was coming for me because I have like an educational story about like the pros and cons about everything's like not black and white Mm -hmm. and we should, you know, uh, if we shut them down, where are these whales going? And also like, you're going to be killing like thousands of animals, you know? And I'm like, do you eat fish? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, girl, like, yeah, then you are ridiculous. killing yeah, animals. How are right. you going to be mad that these ones are in captivity being cared for to the best of these people's yeah. ability? And then you're literally directly contributing right. to the by-slaughter or, or the by-catch and well, slaughter. Isn't that creatures. similar with PETA? Like, I, I'm not too educated on this subject. PETA's bad. But yeah, I don't like I, no. I know that. <laughs> they're way like, too aggressive. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. Well, no, they also, like, kill They do. Like, they, they would better, rather they say better, better dead, dead than captive bread. They would rather It's insane. People don't realize that about PETA. And I'm like, I saw Pamela Anderson, because I think she does a lot with animals. She just donated 100000 to PETA. And I'm like, no. Why? They're horrible. Yeah. They don't want anyone to have animals. Yeah, yeah. So if, like, there's your snake, boom. They take it. Your dog, they just shoot it. It's better better to kill this animal than have it have a life in captivity. You you can't release a snake back into Africa? Okay, kill it. Yeah, it's really, really crazy. Yeah. So I do, I know this is kind of like changing topics abruptly, but I want to hear about what you guys are doing with the pythons you're going out and um, what type of pythons are those? Burmese pythons. Burmese pythons that you're going out and I guess... So I think we should start this conversation by saying as animal lovers and conservationists, it's important to talk about the hard things that no one wants to talk about. Okay, I think that's that's how we should start it. Yeah. And since you do most of that, the Python stuff and you're more educated, why don't you? So yeah, that's okay. I mean, how to say it? The end thing that is so uncomfortable is they're all killed. Yeah. That's the part that we're tap dancing around right now. Because they're like an invasive. They're an invasive species and they're all killed. And it is heartbreaking, you know, especially like the cruel irony that as a snake lover and someone who's really good at catching snakes, mm-hmm. right. because I love snakes, I now have to kill snakes. Yeah. And course. it's like such a twisted scenario, you know, but the reason behind that is there's just so many of them. There's just too many, you know, estimates of, of well over a hundred thousand Burmese pythons here in our Everglades, they eat all of our native animals. They're shown a 90% decrease in mammal populations because of them. Okay. If, wow. Yeah. So, 90%. Okay. So you, you said you're like an outdoorsy girl, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you go camping and you leave your food outside, it's going to be ripped up by like raccoons and yeah. possums, you know, stuff's right. going to get into it. You leave your food out in the Everglades, it's there in the morning. There's nothing left to wow. eat it. There's no animal. Yeah. So it's like, it's affecting yeah. the... So, and you can't argue with the science. You know? yeah. Like, oh, yeah. But So like, that's what sucks is like, as a person who loves snakes and loves animals and, and vegetarian doesn't want to kill yeah. anything, we then have to catch the pythons and remove them and they're euthanized. And there's okay. not, there's, there is no other option. There's just too many and they're huge and they're nasty and you can't send them back to where they're from. It's the other side of the planet. Right. Who's going to pay for that bill? And then you're also risking infecting uh, uh, their viruses yeah. and a lot of these right we catch up ticks. The, yeah, the, the parasites. Yeah, yeah, so you're so. going to be transmitting parasites and viruses and diseases. Yeah. And, and, right. so. and the worst part is in their native range where they're supposed to be, uh-huh. they are 
not doing well. Yeah, they're endangered in, in some Where they're supposed range. to be and they're flourishing in Florida. It is, yeah. it's awful. So is that because people are smuggling in animals? That started that people are smuggling animals? Well, or? how did they start here? Yeah. So they started here. There's a couple different arguments as to how this may have happened or theories, I guess you could say. So um, they're definitely here partially because of the pet trade. People would buy a baby Burmese python with no regulation. You can get one that was like this big. It's just a baby snake, okay. you know, and you don't do your homework. You don't know what it is, you know, right. and you're like, oh, what's that? I want it. It's pretty. It's, you know, whatever. I bought that thing. And then next year, it's like twice that size. Next year, it's like three times that size. Oh and then, then your dog goes missing kind of thing. They get big. They eat your dog or your oh cat. And people are like, I can't take care of this thing anymore. You know, it goes to the bathroom, like fills up a five gallon bucket, you know, like oh it's wow. a lot to deal with. And then somebody doesn't want it. And then you just, just let it go in the Everglades. You just let it go in the Everglades. It's going to have a better life. Just like TikTok. Yeah, exactly. People are like, oh, well. And so they don't know what to do with it. So they let it go. When I was in college, I literally had a guy come over. He said, you like snakes, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, dude, check this out. I just bought this anaconda. Uh, He's like, and it was a baby anaconda. Right. And, and this guy was a total moron. And I'm like, what are you bought doing? an anaconda? Because Does there's no green or yellow? Green. And there's no regulation. <laughs> Where do you buy those? Well, that's, that's what I'm trying to tell Dark you. Web. There was no regulation. Oh, back then. Now there's laws about it. But we're, we're, we're closing the barn door after the okay. horse is gone. Now there's regulation but, now that it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so you could buy them at any any like pet store would have those kind of animals That's and you could just crazy. get it and then not know what you're doing and this guy and I was like dude what are you going to do with that why did you get it he's like oh so snakes like uh, tricks like snakes I'm going to pick up girls with it you know it was just like it was so dumb and I mean I guarantee you either that snake died in his poor care or he let it go Right. Um, you know? Yeah, hundred percent. It's like the tiger thing, right? You're just yeah. like, you're going out grabbing the wild cats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, like, oh, it's a cool pet. It look, gets the chicks and stuff. And like, if you're not taking care of it, what yeah. The hell? So enough people did that, and then release them. The snakes find each other. They breed, and the thing is, Boom. like, yeah, and it just blows. Ninety percent of the mammals. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. And, well, the other argument too is that people think that they may have been started uh, when Hurricane Andrew came through yeah. and okay. uh, released a bunch of them. Although that, I, I don't believe that one because when you look at the population when it first started it wasn't anywhere near where the people were it doesn't okay. really make sense um, and then the other one that I think is actually pretty relevant is that people purposefully release them because they, they want them here because yeah. we see that a lot with other reptiles like veiled chameleons people will buy them and then let them go in their yard because they think they're cool and spread them all over the place and now that there's populations of chameleons they'll, they'll catch them somewhere else and then bring them to another city and let them go there just because they think they're cool wow. and I know of people doing this with other snakes too. I mean, I literally just the other day, uh, a friend of ours was telling us about somebody who released a bunch of Gaboon Vipers, which is a viper native to Africa because they think they're cool and they want to have them here. Wow. So like that is a thing that people do and when and you And if look, you get bit one of those, you're, you're done. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, so it's just irresponsible people that are like, oh, well, you know, I think this species of whatever is really cool, I'm going to let it go out here, you know? Wow. And the problem now too, which really pisses us off, is they're making the laws now harder for people that want these animals. We do animal education. Do you mm -hmm. know how hard it is to get a permit now to have venomous snakes? Oh yeah, right. You can't take them outside anymore. The Burmese pythons, they didn't they just pass a law where you can't bring them outside anymore. You can't do anything with them. So like, how are people which, supposed to learn? Do about you have that? one at your house? Right? No, you don't, no, because, because the permits have, insane. Yeah, okay. and that's what's so stupid is like it's it's uh, you know our political body trying to make it look like they're doing something about the problem because yeah, you know the, the people are know. like oh my god there's, there's these snakes you have to do something about it you know and they're like oh well let's make them illegal oh because the snakes in the Everglades read the paper and like oh we're illegal I guess we should go home 
You know, it, it makes no effect on the actual problem. Yeah, it makes right. it look like they're doing something and it prevents people from being able to have those snakes who are responsible and use them to educate. Are we even allowed to take Gordero anymore? I don't think so. I don't think so. We have a tegu that Chris caught. It's another are, invasive species. Yeah, they're from Argentina. Um, Chris caught one as a baby at like a gas station and they just made it illegal this year to own them. You can't own them anymore. So we had to get a permit grandfathered in and you have to see the requirements now. We have to build like this huge fortress just to keep the animal that we already had. Yes, right. we were lock and key. We yeah. can't take him to meet you guys anymore. Yeah. We have to do education with him. Oh, like we can't right. anymore. It's crazy. It's, and, and, and once he dies, we'll never be able to have one again. Wow. And it's, what's really wild about that is one of the main controls for Tegu lizards was uh, independent trappers that would catch them because they're, you know, they're really bad invasive. Mm-hmm. So if you're a reptile guy, you would trap them and then sell them to people up north as pets. Mm-hmm. And up north, it doesn't matter. They can't live up there. You know, they can't survive. My so friend bought a baby in New York for $300. Like $300? Yeah. yeah for, because you can't Which, get them in New York. So if we're just sending them there, like, you know. Yeah. So like, I mean, it's, it's, I'm not saying this is the perfect answer, but it, it definitely helps that you have people that are catching literally like thousands and thousands of these things here in Florida, mm-hmm. shipping them to other states where they can't be a problem because they can't survive in the cold and they're pets. And that's great. So you're incentivizing that guy okay. to remove the ones here. Yeah. Right. I'm not saying that I want these things in the pet trade, you know, like I said, it's not right, a perfect right, answer, right. but it definitely incentivizes people to remove them and help yeah. our native animals. Right. They just made it. Well, now that guy can't do that anymore. Yeah. They made it illegal. They made it illegal. And now all these people that were breeding reading the high end, like high quality, like $2,000 blue tissues. Like, like, uh, what is it when it has like little black singe on its nose? I forgot what the morph is called, but they're super expensive and they're beautiful. Now, if you have like these 200 breeding tegus, like what are you going to do with them? You can't afford to make a giant fortress for every single one of them to, you know, go with the regulations. You're just going to have to kill them or let them go. Yeah. And if it's your pet, you think you're going to kill it? No, you're going to let it go. Yeah. So that's what everybody did. They made it illegal to have them. It's ridiculous. Everybody's releasing them. You guys need to do something to change it. I mean, you're educating everyone else about it, but I mean, more the more people that are educated about it, our end goal, like what we really want, is to have our own sanctuary. Like that's what we want. Because um, in order to have crocodiles, you need five acres, and unfortunately, with the pandemic, everything just skyrocketed. Like yeah, everyone's trying to move your price. Yeah, like I think it went up by five percent. Everyone's trying to move here. I think California, New York, it's crazy. The housing market is insane. Yeah. these houses we look at and you look at the graph on you know the price in history yeah, a year everything. ago some of them were three hundred thousand dollars less yeah. in a year no that's, yeah, oh, yeah it's, it's i mean everyone everyone has moved to florida yeah, yeah. so wait, i have one last question and then I'll, I'll wrap it up so when you're going out to the everglades i watch the videos and you're like you just grab it by the mouth oh the pythons how do you do that without yeah. it biting you you're just like yeah. oh just how do you manhandle yeah yeah <laughs> to, like put it in the bag yeah so um i mean you gotta how do you want to say it? you got to have confidence you got to know yeah. what you're doing you know you cannot hesitate you can't second guess yourself or yeah. you're gonna you're gonna get nailed you know yeah so like i've never had a python bite me it was <laughs> which is really funny because then when i'm talking to other python contractor guys and they get bit like all the time right <laughs> and they're like oh yeah but this bite this bite what about you i'm like oh, i've never been bit by one what there has to be a certain energy to both of you guys to be able to do this right. too 
I mean, I, I get nervous. I, you saw the YouTube video. I yeah, right, I've been right. bitten but by pythons. Not bad. It wasn't yeah, that no, bad. Cause, yeah, because I know my limit. I'm not very yeah, right, right, right. myself. You were also, <laughs> you were hesitant too. Yeah, right. because if you don't grab them perfectly behind yeah. the head, like if this is the head and you grab them here, they're going to turn around and bite you. Yeah. And people yeah. don't realize that. So like you really got to be very yeah. precise. So you here. go and grab it. But also, okay, this is another thing. This is probably a stupid question, but when when you're grab when you're still have a hold on him and you're putting him in the bag how do you just let go of him without inviting you quickly <laughs> so okay so there's there's two there's and then uh, you tie it up. The, the main way people do is just really fast and just like yank your hand out of there but uh people definitely get bit by like that okay. so what i like to do is put it in and then grab the head from uh through the bag from the other side oh okay you know? that and makes then, sense yeah so that that's a smarter way to do yeah, it yeah i was wondering i'm like how does he just let go of it and doesn't just do yeah. one time i watched somebody put like a, a seven foot foot python in a like a pillowcase like yeah. that's what you're mm-hmm. and um they let go of the head first while the body was still wrapped around them and the snake is like biting them. What are, like, what, did you think this that, through? That's also, how, when he's wrapped around you and you're still trying to put him in, how do you un... Uh, yeah, they're really strong. They're I mean, you gotta, you gotta like, to unravel them. You know? Yeah, I, I was wondering that. I mean, like, oh. like when you go to catch him, the first thing I do is, is grab the head so you don't get mm-hmm. bit. Okay. And then, and then the second thing I always do is grab the tail and point it away because it's going to projectile crap all over you. So uh, yeah, that's oh, a fun wow. part of this. A lot of people don't know. Yeah, they just like that. like rocket poop all over you. So it's like you grab the head and then you grab the tail and point it away. Oh, you know, um, and then you try to get the coils up around your arm, depending on the size of the animal. That way, you can't get up to your neck. Yeah, you yeah. know, because if it gets up on your neck, you, yeah, you choke wow. you out real quick. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thank you guys so much for coming here today. I feel like we learned so a lot. I just want to keep talking to you guys, but I don't want to keep you too long. Um, do you have any last words you want to say? The VIP tours. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, the VIP tours. Yeah. Shameless plug. That's Shameless plug. Yeah, come do the Casper tour. Come get in the water with me and Casper. You can come get in the water with an alligator, get some awesome underwater photos. It's on my website, crocodilechris.com. And then check out our YouTube channel, Florida's Wildest. And then on Instagram, I'm Gator Boys Chris and Gabby Nicole. With a K and two L's and a K O L. I'll link you guys. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys so much thank for so joining much. us today. For sure, check out their tours because it's really, really cool. They even have LED shark tours. So, yeah. and then you also have trips to. Oh, oh, oh my phone phone. You guys also have other trips that you go go to Costa Rica yeah. and the Peru. Amazon, right? So that's a lot of fun. So be sure to yeah check, check out them also. out, guys. <laughs> great people, and they definitely are doing a lot of great for the world. So check them out. Thank you guys so much. Bye guys. Bye.